police in the morning. The year is 2005, and the Decepticons have retaken Cybertron from Optimus Prime and his Autobot warriors. Both sides are seething with anger, and that hatred has blinded them to a hideous menace headed their way. That menace is Unicron, a monster so powerful he devours planets. Unicron has chosen to take control of the Autobot Matrix for his own evil purposes, and to accomplish this, he has created a force of super robots. By gathering the remains of fallen Decepticons, including Megatron, and infusing them with life, he forms the Unicrons. With Decepticons on one side, Unicrons on the other, and Optimus Prime lost in battle, Earth and Autobot survival depends on the Chosen One, who must rise up to open the Matrix and use its full power. Who that is remains a mystery. The all-star cast of voiceover actors includes Monty Python's Eric Idle, Judd Nelson, Robert Stack, Orson Welles, Scatman Crothers, Casey Kasem, and Star Trek's Leonard Nimoy. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies, the best for our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So here we are at the end of October, cult classic month number four for B-Movie Bros. And we just had to go with something, you know, dressed up for Halloween, something in disguise. Transformers, the 1986 animated masterpiece. Let's dive right into this shit with their technical difficulties. You heard what the special collector's edition DVD box had to say, which ruins the fucking movie. But let's get into it anyway. Paul, let's let's get the bad out of the way. I just I, I can't keep it in. Very little bad that was in this film will will find and destroy it. Number three. Why are the Autobots such a bunch of pussies? I mean, except for Optimus Prime, Hot Rod, and Cup. I mean, the whole city of them got killed by, like, seven Decepticons. They get the shit kicked out of them by the Junkticons or whatever those piece of shit robots are called from the junk planet that only speak in TV. And I mean, even to quote Galvatron here, it's a pity you Autobots die so easily, or I might have a sense of satisfaction now. Because he kills, like, 27 of them, like, in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like, come on, guys, I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Even the Dinobots, who are fucking robot dinosaurs, get their asses kicked, like, immediately. Number two. There's a character in this movie named Wheelie. Now, Wheelie is an annoying little fucker. He talks in this really high-pitched, nasally voice that's, like, also auto-tuned to, like, sound mechanical. He shoots an energy slingshot that doesn't actually do any damage or help in any way, other than to make Grimlock go, Ooh, me feel sorry! And, like, like take pity on him instead of eating his fucking head like he should've. Like, just get rid of Wheelie. Like, I just, I can't stand him. I feel like Wheelie and Dan were meant to be, like, the insert the kid insert of the films where it's like oh i can relate to them it's like no i just want i just want them to die and they're need eaten or crushed or something number one if you paid attention to the back of the box or if you've ever seen this movie you, you knew this was coming the death of optimus prime one of my childhood heroes optimus i shed a tear for the optimus prime paul Oh, no, I'm sad. Alright, number one. So, it's the year 2019, and none of this stuff took place. And it says, in the beginning of the film, in the year 2005, there would be an Autobot city on Earth. And yet, as far as I can tell, unless it's being covered up, that does not exist. So I feel lied to and let down. 
Number two. Maybe, wait, hold on. I'm, I might have to retract that. When people were storming Area 51, maybe that's why. Maybe that's Autobot City. It all makes sense now. Okay. Number two. So, I really don't like the human characters in any of the Transformers series. It always seemed like it was just this kid insert into the film, and it just... They, they never fit into the rest of the plot. It's really obnoxious. However, Dan, the human kid, was not the most annoying character in this film. That goes to the Autobot Blur, who was just this Autobot with ADD, and fucking Wheelie, who's, like Corey said, just the most obnoxious fucking auto-tuned little micro-con, mini-con, fuck-con, like, whatever the fuck it is. I just wanted to punch my TV whenever he was on, see on the scene. He's <sighs> like... Movie's going fine, and that little fucker has to talk. Anyways, number one. The death of Optimus Prime. Not only was it heartbreaking, but it happened, in my opinion, way too early in the film. Like, I kind of get that they wanted him out of the way so the other Autobots could shine, and because he was the only competent one, and everything would have probably ended um, a lot earlier had he been alive. But it was still disappointing not seeing the best Autobot fighting against um against Unicron. I mean, they they had to make it quick so they could sell more toys. Like new new line had to come out. Well, of course. So let's let's get onto the top. Let's lift our spirits with some good things from the movie. Number three for me is the banging eighties soundtrack. I mean, every. Like five minutes or so, and another song is coming on, and you're banging your head, and you're rocking out, and you're like, "Yeah!" It's, you got the touch. You know, or Weird Al's coming on, singing about being stupid. Like I love it. I, I can't. It oddly fits with um what's going on. <laughs> Number two. The new dynamic duo of Cup and Hot Rod. I mean, going into the movie and, like, having all those, like, original characters destroyed and killed off, like, you're, you're kind of like, like, how are they going to, like, make this better? But somehow, like, Cup, who is, like, the old, like, grizzled war veteran, like, like your, your granddad from World War II, like, telling his old stories and still kicking ass and drinking whiskey every night, chewing his milk of tobacco, and, like, you know... Hot Rod, who is, like, this, like, 16-year-old, like, punk kid. Like, they just make such a great combination. And they actually kick ass. I mean, they fight against, like, hundreds of shark decons, and they would have won, too, even without Grimlock's help. They were, like, two of the only useful Autobots. Number one. Every scene in this movie is made epic in one way or another. Whether it's, you know, explosions or the absurdity of the fucking Junkticons and their manner of TV speech. Or characters getting killed off. Like, there's just not a moment's reprieve in this movie from something phantasmical happening in front of you. Phantasmical? Phantasmical. Well, alright. Number three. Like you said, there's constantly something going on throughout this entire film. Like, there's the actions ongoing, the scenes constantly moving. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Number two. I agree, the soundtrack of this movie is just incredible. It's so 80s, and 
the music oddly fits with the scenes, which is both weird and just incredible. Number one, this film is just so much, it's so larger than life. There's just an, an entire universe of robot people, robot giant fish, dinosaurs, you name it. And amongst them all is just this giant planet-eating, um, leading robot called Unicron. It's just, it's, so, the, like, the scale of this, of this movie is just so massive. It's, uh, it's really, it's really a lot of fun to watch. Which is amazing to think that it all came from two completely different toy lines from Japan that they merged into one TV show to sell the toys in America. And, uh, or in Japan, I can't remember. But they, they merged the two toy lines to one TV show just to sell them. And it became this amazing franchise that has lasted for decades in one iteration or another. Exactly. And I think one of the things that helps make this movie seem so large and epic and, like, larger than life is the fact that it's surprisingly dark and a lot of characters die. And you wouldn't think you'd care as much about giant robots as you do, but... Optimus. So I may have mentioned a quote or two already, but we still have to have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. quote war. When we quote this movie back and forth, you tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bomb. Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bomb. I'll crush you with my bare hands. One shall stand, one shall fall. Such heroic nonsense. Believe it or not, this is the fun part. Me Grimlock not good dino. Me bash brains. Oh, shit. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say, please leave it in the comments below. The one swear word in the entire film. <laughs> the whole reason it got a... I think... Is it, is it a PG or a PG-13? Oh, no, it, it's a PG. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, fucking... That's why you needed the parental cotton. <laughs> The, they don't say that one word in the Spaceball says fucking shit and all kinds of stuff in it. It's still rated PG, so. Is it? No. Yeah. Well. Somehow. <laughs> but yeah, Transformers, they swear. They swear in the movie. But it's enough of that. It's time to give our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the most, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a one out of ten. I also gave it a one out of ten. So I have to admit, I didn't exactly grow up with Transformers. Being a child of the 90s, Transformers was in that stage where it was mostly dormant, aside from the Beast Wars series in the mid-90s. I was first introduced to this movie and really got into Transformers in middle school when one of my brother's friends left a VHS copy of this at our house, and I watched it about a dozen times in the week that we had it. Fast forward 20-ish years later, and I'm still amazed at how epic and fantastic this movie is. It pumps both adrenaline and tears. Rage... And relief. It's an animated epic the like of which many have never witnessed. Surpassed perhaps as an animated feature only by Akira, Transformers is an action-packed emotional roller coaster ride for anyone that invested any childhood time with the toys or original TV series. I feel like saying this the name of this film in the same sentence as Akira is, is just the best kind of um, compliment. Yeah, best compliment you can give it. But Transformers the movie from 1986 is a surprisingly dark, non-stop action-adventure that will keep you on the edge of your seat. The ultimate battle, battle wages across the universe, where a race of giant transforming robots known as the Autobots 
face off against the evil forces of the Decepticons and the planet-eating monstrosity known as Unicron. It's a larger-than-life experience that could have only come from a 1980s toy advertisement. And, and aside from, you know, one being the, the, the best score that we can give a movie, I do have to say this movie does require a drink, and that is a drink in honor of Optimus Prime. Toast to you, buddy. But in case you're wondering for other ways that you can drink away this flick, drink away this flick, come on and grab your drink, let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We've got you covered because we've got drinking games for you, but remember friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Cup tries to tell or tells a story, take a drink. Number two, every time one of the original Transformers crew, Autobot or Decepticon, dies, take a drink. Number three, whenever an 80s-tastic song begins, take a drink. Number four, anytime Wheelie, the small red annoying robot, is talking, drink until he's done talking. And number five, of course, because it's Cult Classic Month, anytime you make a connection between two cult classics we've reviewed, take a drink. Every time someone fires a laser, take a drink. Every time someone makes a pun, take a drink. Every time someone mentions The Matrix, take a drink. And every time Megatron meets with Unicron, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on your iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can also check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, we come to the end of Cult Classic Month number four. Let's rank the movies we've seen. Number four, for me, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, colon movie film for theaters for DVD. It was a great film, but it was just up, up against such tough competition this month. Number four, Tremors. One of the first true monster movies that I saw growing up. It holds a place near and dear to my heart. And... It's just a fun movie to watch. Also, I mean, Burt Gummer, my spirit animal. I, I, I just wish wish to be like him one day. Number two, Transformers. Although an epic on grand scale, Optimus Prime dies. R.I.P. And because of that, number one, which was a really tough choice between number one and number two... Ghostbusters, which, just like Transformers, is, is epic on such a grand scale and does so many things in such perfect ways that it, it is just a, a wonderful experience all around. Yeah, number four, I had Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You either like Aqua Teens or you don't. I like them, but not as much as the other films, including Tremors, which is number three. Fun film, enjoyed it. Really nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't Transformers from 1986. So many fond memories of that film. It's it's a classic and very. it's a film I hold very close to my heart. But not as much as number one, which is Ghostbusters. I, I don't see how you can beat this one, unless it's maybe Akira, but that's... Or you're that's, a dick, yeah. like Walter Peck. That's true. But you know, all, all, all these Transformers say, it's, it's got me hungry for more more 
things like mechanical monstrosities for, for November. What do you think, Paul? No, we're, we're not doing alliterations this month. That's that's for March. We're, we're, we're sticking simple. March is for acronyms. Paul. Whatever. Like, it's... No, I'm just doing, like, something simple. Like, a little robot month. I've got the perfect one for robots, then. We could start off with the 2014 movie Battle of the Damned, where Dolph Lundgren teams up with robots to fight off zombies. There is nothing about this that description I didn't like. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there. Oh, see you, bro. I'm